Would you pray with me as we start? May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I have to say, this is quite odd. It's odd being here looking out over an empty congregation. I saw on Facebook one vicar put photographs of their congregation out on the seats so it would look a little bit like they were um, preaching to their people as normal. Uh, Because our family all live in the same house, because Jacob has returned from university, which is great news, we've been able uh, to be together this morning as we lead you uh, in this time of worship. Um, And we get to share communion together, which is wonderful. But it's been an odd week. One of the less relevant, but still quite strange things to have happened, um, the post that Ali put on Facebook to wish me happy birthday um, three weeks ago, arrived last night. So I awoke this morning to a large number of people wishing me happy birthday, which was quite strange. Lovely, somewhat unjustified, uh, especially as it is actually my sister's birthday today. So happy birthday, Millie. Um, I didn't get to see her last week. Uh, We uh, were going to get together and watch the rugby, but we thought, oh, never mind, we'll get together over the Easter holidays instead because the rugby was off. Bit of a shame. I'm quite sad that we didn't do that. Also not able to get together with our lovely mum today either. Grateful though I am for the technology that we have that means we can stay in touch. Under normal circumstances, Mothering Sunday is a difficult Sunday to deliver a sermon. Against the commercial tide of pink uh, trinkets and cards, we try to emphasise Mothering Sunday as opposed to Mother's Day, a tradition observed in the church since the 1600s during Lent, this fourth Sunday of Lent. The idea that you could return to your mother church, that place where you were baptised, if you worked in service, if you were a chambermaid or a cook or a cleaner. It meant one of the very few days off in a year that you were able to enjoy. But it's not just out of tradition that we want to stand against the tide of commercialism. In some way, I'm sure we have all been touched, directly or indirectly, by the challenging emotions that today can bring up for many people. Sadness with those who have lost their mothers. With those who long to be mothers but are not able. With those who don't have good relationships with their mothers. But then we get to celebrate with all the awesome women in church. Everyone gets to take a gift of flowers home. We get to give them to others. Something to pass on to our neighbours, perhaps. Something to look at and remember those whom we love but see no longer. Not so this year. Feels like a bit of a bum deal, if I'm honest. All the trickiness none of the gifts. But then we remember Paul's words to the church in Corinth that Molly read to us early, earlier. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Paul's letter throughout this, Paul's theme, sorry, throughout this letter to the church in Corinth is the comfort that comes through this new resurrection life. 
of Jesus, the light of the world. We're reminded again today that we are looking forward to celebrating somehow that glorious Easter morn. This is the letter in which Paul, above all, explores the meaning of the cross for all people. If in Galatians he's angry, if in Philippians he is joyful, then in this letter he writes of his own suffering. He speaks of comfort because of what it is that he has gone through. Throughout this letter, we see that Paul's deep experience of pain and sorrow has led him to a vision of God, a new, renewed, ongoing, renewing vision of God that has again transformed his thinking. A vision that is the comfort that he has needed. A vision for the whole world. A vision of light and of love. Light to see how we move from suffering to glory. Love to know that the everlasting arms will not only comfort us in the present, but remain faithful into the future. Our short gospel reading today is part of that amazing exchange with Simeon, where Mary and Joseph have presented Jesus in the temple. Simeon, just a little earlier, has said, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light to revi- of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And then, then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your own soul too. That blessing could have sent Mary into a flat spin. Who was this child? What was going to happen? So much distress and confusion. As we look into our immediate future, we see distress and confusion. Into that confusion, we need to speak of that vision of light and love, not of fear or distress. We have a dear friend, Mrs. Riley, who has some amazing turns of phrase. One of my particular favourites is give your head a wobble. Uh, she might say to herself, um, I need to give my head a wobble. She may say to others, um, I don't know what you're playing at, give your head a wobble. If you found yourself buying more loo roll or bread or milk or medicine or other foods or tins or cleaning products than you would normally do. I'm sure that Mrs. Riley would be saying today, give your head a wobble. I had a letter from the Basics Bank, I'm sure many of you did as well, to say that at the moment they need UHT milk, tinned veg and tinned fruit, pasta sauces, rice, either as bags or microwave pouches, tinned potatoes or instant mash, washing up liquid, general purpose cleaning spray, non-bio laundry tablets, new or used shopping bags. And nappies, especially size five and six, and part use backs are welcome. Please don't buy more to take to them, 
But if you have any, if you have uh, an abundance in your store cupboard at the moment, or if you have things that you are not going to use or that you uh, don't need anymore, then please do go and donate them. Between 9.30 and 10, or 3 and 4 on a Tuesday or a Friday. They'd be very grateful of your donation. Last week, Wendy spoke really powerfully on the first few verses of Romans 5, reminding us that adversity with Christ builds godly character, being justified by faith, having peace with God, standing in his grace, being hopeful and sharing in his glory, growing through character-building endurance. All of this is possible because God's love has been poured into our hearts by his Holy Spirit. Asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit is a one-off decision, but a daily choice. So let us, wherever we are, continue to make that choice to be filled today with the Holy Spirit. So that every exchange that we have through social media or by the telephone, please do not gather. But every time we share with those who are in need, as we donate to the Basics Bank, as we phone our neighbours and our friends, as we look out for each other, may we all reflect that vision of light and of love to those who are in need, to those whom we love, to those whom we care for, and to all those whom we pray for, that we might be confident as we share in the sufferings, that we will also share in the comfort that God gives us. Amen.